0: Welcome back to the Mel Kay Show. As always, I like to have uh, my good friend Andrew Sorcini at Beverly Hills Precious Metals here when I think things are going all over the place and I need some uh, direction in terms of my own uh, portfolio, my own future, protecting myself. So I bring him on and we I, instead of calling him myself, I decided to have him on the show today uh, to talk about some of the things going on and answer them for all of us. So thank you for joining me again, my friend Andrew. How are you doing?
1: Um everything's great over here. Thanks for having me back. And lots to talk about today, for sure.
0: Yeah. So I decided to have all the questions I was going to call you about answered on the on the show today, because I'm sure everyone else out, out there has questions. You've taught me so much. So first and foremost, it looks like um, the Fed has announced that they are not uh, raising rates as we expected, and they're going to kind of Hold the line for a moment. So how does that affect what's going on? It seemed like a lot of news started popping off right before we came on here. How does that not just affect the economy, but uh, gold and silver?
1: Well, it's um, typically when they lower interest rates, that means that the money is cheap and uh, that's going to be favorable for a good economy. And um, and by not lowering the rates and also not raising them, it uh, to me, it's admission that the uh, Fed Reserve admits that we're not out of the woods yet. We still have a a dark period to be able to go through before things get considerably better. And with the election here, just months away, I would have to agree with them.
0: Yeah, it's so uncertain right now. And everyone knows that there's things popping off all over the place. We obviously on my show talk about uh, what's happening in Texas and what's happening overseas. So that's another big thing that's happening. We are escalating, it looks like, to war with Iran uh, which is uh, her- horrible, horrible for the world, horrible for the United States, horrible for mankind in general. But again, it's very also bad for our financial situation and our supply. And this is right coming right off of Saudi Arabia and it looks like Egypt and India, uh, India was already involved, but upping their stakes in the BRICS um, nations going forward. So what are we dealing with now that um, all these nations are involved with uh, the bricks, and now possibly war in the Middle East. On top of that,
1: yeah, I mean we're definitely at war already in the Middle East. It's just they don't want to call it that because we are in an election year. So uh, it's uh, right now a lot of smoke and mirrors. If this was a uh, if if it was twenty twenty five, like January of twenty twenty five, we'd be calling it a war because no one's fighting to be president. Um, even if, or I should say, when Donald Trump uh, becomes. Uh, President number 47, it's still going to be a, a tough for the first couple of years because he's got to oh, undo yeah. the big mess that Biden's put us through, uh, or as you always say, O-Biden oh, has put us through yeah, over the exactly. last four years, so or three and a half years. So yes, it's um, we're still dealing with that. And then also, the um, the United Arab Emirates just paid China with the new digital uh, Durham wow. and uh, wow. just completely bypassed the dollar. And um, we, we have still... So- so much is going on here that uh, that we're we're forgetting things that or uh, or certain news items are not at the top of the news cycle. But the entire globe is still de-dollarizing, and the the dollar should be losing value. But I've seen the pr- the the price of the dollar um, actually go up, which I think is more fake news.
0: Yeah, I mean, everything that's coming out of this uh, administration, I mean, that KJP, she must really think that we are, uh, that they are have 2024 locked in already because they're doing a lot of criminal activity right in our faces and then tell us about it. It's really disturbing to watch them go. They're still touting Bidenomics while real people are every day posting online how much gas is costing, how much food is costing, how they can't pay their rent. I just saw a number, 63% of Americans are having a hard time just paying their rent let alone we're not even talking about mortgages and then what happened this week was all these numbers came out about um layoffs and unemployment and all these giant tech companies uh, obviously all the news companies rightly so are laying off people in massive amounts Mm -hmm. so what is all of this um unemployment data that's coming in that looks terrible and they're lying about it because then like you said the fake news is really coming out of the government itself, as as we've discussed many times. But they're acting like this isn't real when it's clearly real. So, how does the unemployment numbers and the weak uh, hiring numbers affect the economy and and of course our savings?
1: Well, it's it's going to mean that people are hurting, and um, and it's going to be it's going to be awful if that continues. Like even I'm driving around here in Beverly Hills on the very same street that I'm on. If you just go a few blocks west entire yep. blocks of yeah. of um, commercial buildings not too far from rodeo drive are completely empty like 100 right. yeah. empty and usually when you see that it means that somebody's going to come in and build something huge there probably knock it down but they've been empty for years and i know yeah. you're familiar with this yeah. area the building that barney's was in um completely empty and um Unbelievable. so Unbelievable things are yeah, yeah, you know when yeah. I
0: look at when I look at Wilshire Boulevard now, from the 18 years that I drove down that street every single day, basically, I can't even believe how much vacancy is there. I obviously lived in Manhattan; mm-hmm. it's way worse there because of the amount of it. So this uh, commercial market, real estate market, is a total disaster. And what's scary is, you know, there's a lot of talk of. Um, you know, smart cities and, and converting that into housing for the illegals that they have coming in. So again, it, it harms the value of real estate as it is. And I just read that um, home sales have totally cratered because of the interest situation going on with. More. So I mean, there's a real disaster brewing, and yet they keep telling us that Bidenomics is working. It's really very insulting.
1: <laughs> it, it is for sure, and and really, people are hurting. We have people that we've sold gold and silver to. Two three years yeah. ago, that will reach mm-hmm. out to us and they'll say things like, um, "Hey, I had an emergency and I need to come up with twenty thousand dollars." And thank God that they did um, set aside some in precious metals, and it, that's exactly what it's there for. They converted their savings from from greenbacks into gold and silver, and in many cases, in the case of gold, it's actually up. So they're able to to cash out. The funds are there; they can get paid quickly and take care of of their business. and uh, that's what people should always understand, that when you invest in gold and silver, it's not a purchase. It's not like you're buying this, um, this uh, extra car or expensive piece of furniture right. that you probably never really see any type of return on. So um, right. um, I right. urge people to uh, continue to diversify, especially with your retirement accounts, into gold and silver.
0: Yeah, and, and the other confusing thing I think out there for many people, and we have to understand not many people are personally invested in the stock market. Uh that is a kind of a rich man's game, but a lot of people are invested through their four oh one Ks, IRAs. You know, a lot of people have their money in uh BlackRock or wherever through that. And so right now it looks like the stock market is going gangbusters. But again, we have to remember that You know, the people that manipulate the stock market are also aligned with the Great Reset and the central bank digital currency. So a lot of things are being manipulated for people to feel, have a false sense of security. So how does what is happening in the stock market affect uh the gold and silver especially for all these people that haven't diversified yet that have their whole 401k ira vanguard whatever it is fidelity uh all tied up in a stock market that seems to be doing incredibly well which seems impossible since we are sending hundreds of millions if not hundreds of billions of dollars all over the world that we don't really seem to have and they're printing money yet you know the numbers are coming out people oh my stocks are doing great and it's like well how is that possible
1: (laughs) Yeah, it doesn't make sense because typically um, stocks and gold and silver are going to counteract. So when stocks go up in value, then gold and silver will be down and vice versa. Well, we're seeing gold above $2,000 an ounce every single day this year, which we've never seen gold above $2,000 for this long before. But January has been a record month for the S&P, and it's been an amazing month for stocks. And one thing that I do want to point out is that I have like quite a bit of experience in, in trading stocks over the bulk of my life. And um, anybody can make money buying stocks in a good market. Anybody can. But knowing when to sell those stocks is where it takes the real skill. And unless you're somebody that does it for a living or has been doing it for 20, 30 years minimum successfully, chances are you're gonna end up holding your winning positions so long that they will turn into losing positions. and no thing is a bad win in the stock market anytime you sell for more than what you paid it's a win so this is a good time to potentially take some profits on some of what you've made in January and convert it into silver or even gold gold is slow-moving yeah. it's a good yeah. store of value and if you did that if you converted stocks or winnings from stocks and put it into gold and if you saw stocks take a big hit in the short term you could always sell that gold and go back in but uh, don't no. let your, well, don't let's ride talk your winner.
0: Exactly. Well, let's talk about why it's a good time to buy gold right now. And also that 401k IRA, even if you're not individually into stocks, I mean, I remember there was a big trend. I had a lot of friends that decided to be day traders. They almost didn't make it through psychologically and went back to having, having a little stability in their lives because it's so chaotic. But um, so let's talk about... Um, the uh why it's good to buy gold right now because the prices are where they are and two, uh how and uh how to get into a 401k ira uh transfer that into gold and silver even if it's just for the time being and the best part about you as we always say not only do you have your own um depository which is totally insured and totally safe but you can sell back gold to andrew at any time and and vice versa. You can buy it, sell it back at any time. It does give you a way to kind of stay out of the centralized banking system because we'll get into that after this because there's another bank collapsing. It looks like it's going to be a domino effect similar to the banks with Silicon Valley banks. So let's hit uh, 401ks, IRAs, and why to buy gold now that the um, stock market's doing well.
1: Okay. So currently gold is at $2,045 an ounce. And And to me that's, even though it's approaching the highest close that we've ever seen, it's closed at 2,075 an ounce, but overnight it got as high as $2,149 an ounce. But I do believe we're gonna break that $2,075 an ounce close sometime very soon here. And typically I'm not a fan of getting in near the high, but I think this is really nowhere near where the high is gonna go. I think gold can go in the $2,300 to $2,500 range. And the biggest reason for it doing that is that the, the uh, BRICS nations, which are now the BRICS 11, with like 30 more countries applying to join the BRICS, they're creating a gold-backed uh, central bank digital currency, which it has to be gold-backed because that's the only way that they would have been able to get that many countries to go against the U.S. dollar. So yeah. if they're really rolling that out, and uh, if United States is working on their own version of a gold-backed dollar, then owning gold can only be good because like Bo Polny said uh, last week when we were on with you, uh, he said, you're already in on the ground floor. It can't hurt you. If you have gold and you decide later that you need to have uh, greenbacks or, or whatever digital currency, you can always transfer it back into that. But I'd rather have as much gold as I possibly can at this moment in time. It helps me sleep at night and yep. you can convert... Yeah, you can convert your 401ks and IRAs to hold physical gold and silver, and it's stored at a third-party depository, and it's a non-taxable event. That's the greatest thing ever to me. It's um, money that you already have. It doesn't go up and
0: down. It doesn't go up and down with the chaos. Like People that are are watching this, they're having psychological issues and, and panic attacks and up all night watching this. The numbers across the board, when you put in unemployment, you put in uh, inflation, you put in all of this, they are not being honest. And it is it is crazy making so it's for me right now more than ever when we've talked about it especially with 401ks iras especially if you've been accumulating them for decades you know i'd rather just have a safe haven right now for all that stuff you know 2024's election is going to be here before we know it and um a lot will change on either side again donald trump coming out and actually talking about we will never have a central bank digital currency under him should tell everyone that what we've been talking about me you Clay, General Flynn, we were talking about it when they when they passed the executive order and nobody was paying attention, one four zero six seven executive order, that this was unacceptable in America, that the blockchain that they're building, the ledger technology that by O'Biden oh put into the infrastructure deal is the is a blockchain for a globalist funded central bank digital currency, not an American backed currency. So Donald Trump just saying it last week should signal to people that we are alarmed over it, not because we're telling you uh, you need a safe haven in gold and silver, but because that is the end of freedom to do what you want to do with your money when you want to do it without the interference of the government, uh, this tyrannical government so far. So um, really important. Now, what is the process for people that think First of all, we want you to know that the banks do not work for you. They work for the banks and they work for the people that control the banks. So a lot of what's happened with Andrew as well is that people go to do this and the people at the banks try to convince them not to. So tell people what the process is for the IRA, 401k, rollover to gold and silver or diversifying. I think it's pretty easy. You set up a great... um, uh way to do that you just fill out a form so if you can tell them the process and also it's a is it a taxable event uh they need to know that info as well
1: oh yeah so we've really got it down to a silence uh, a science so here we have <laughs> not a silence but we have we actually have a process here for getting the retirement accounts set up that none of the other companies have so it's something that's new it's something that we help create so for example uh, Here's how we used to do it. Today, I talked to a client that, that rolled over an IRA to into a precious metals IRA back in 2021. And she was recalling about how unpleasant the entire process was and how how long it took and how how she felt and a sigh of relief once the account was funded and she could invest in the gold and silver with her retirement funds. And, uh, and I told her, I go, wow, we've really fixed that because now we have something called premium onboarding where we put you in touch through a 30-minute appointment with the custodian that we use for Precious Metals IRAs, they open up your account with them right over the phone. You have an account number by the time that call is done. Then they begin the process of, of requesting the transfer of funds from wherever they're at, let's say Fidelity, over to Equity Trust Company, which is who we use, and they follow up with Fidelity multiple times so that you don't have to and so that we don't have to. And they handle it all so professionally and they have reporting where they let you know where process, and there's ca- constant updates and this is a non-taxable event and with our custodian working with your custodian um there's not a lot of the games that used to happen before where your custodian might say oh i don't this person as a client so i'm just gonna lie and say i didn't receive the uh, transmission of the forms and and requesting the transfer of funds and uh, they'll they would play games like that and say oh well nobody requested the funds are you sure that you're dealing with because if they don't know how to get your funds from point a to point b then they probably shouldn't be doing this with you at all and they would try to scare yeah. people but that doesn't happen anymore at all with the retirement accounts but it right. still happens right. at the banks when people go to try to wire us funds it's happening now right. more but than ever you can't blame ever. them
0: yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, you can't blame them because we just had a kickoff today, another situation that looks similar to the old uh, S- uh, Silicon Valley Valley Bank collapse. Um, and I have to say, a long time ago, um, I, 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 I'm a big fan of Ed Down, who's out there and puts out a lot of great info on many different things. But he said that when that Silicon Valley Bank crashed and then the other three that followed, uh, he said it was like the frog in the boiling water again with these banks, that it's not done. It's just going to be slow and steady every want hour after another, but now we're seeing smaller banks' earnings uh, are going down and sectors all crazy, and now we had a collapse today. So uh, the truth is that um, we don't know what is but the banking industry itself seems to be... Uh, any. Uh, this would be, again, the too-big-to-fail uh, back during the 2008 crash was also a consolidation into the private central banks that are will be the uh, the benefactors of a central bank digital currency, so to speak. So we do have to keep an eye on the collapsing of banks. And uh, when that does happen, you have to see, is there going to be a cascade? Is this the first one? What's crazy, Andrew, is the, um, the- morons over at, uh, at NBC and Saturday night live. They, they did a sketch over the weekend. And, uh, the guy, I don't know his name, but he's uh, married to a famous actress, I guess he does the news now. And he, he made a joke like, ha ha Donald Trump made up a new word debank." And uh, and and laughed at it like this never happens. I guess because they're on that at NBC and they're in the Hollywood bubble, they don't know that debanking is a real thing and has been going on for a very long time. Uh, central bank currency would end debanking because you would have no private banking at all. Uh, but um, debanking, de-dollarization, d de- all this stuff is all real. And uh, and apparently, there's a whole sector of our country that believes that uh, Saturday Night Live is, uh, is coming up with a novel thing. So let's talk about, again, debanking or bail-ins. Very important people understand what happened with Dodd-Frank and what a bail-in is, and what your bank can legally do, and then maybe call over to SNL and tell them to uh, put out a disclaimer that they, they betrayed and lied to the country, if anyone still watches that show that is fully propagandized. because. Uh, the people that watch that should know debanking is a real thing, and it goes along with a lot of other ugly things going on. So uh, what is uh, a bail-in?
1: Okay, so a bail-in is something where, where the, the, um, it's already set up in the banking system. They, of course, when you open up a bank account, they don't talk about it. But if things get tough enough here in the United States, our banks can reach into our savings accounts to bail themselves out. So instead of calling it a bailout, it's called a bail-in. And, um, and Clay Clark has played this one video with a, where there's a Fed Reserve meeting. I've seen it probably 50 times. And, it, yeah. and it's about yeah. um, 10 guys in suits that are with the Fed. And they're discussing how they can control how we, uh, how we hear this information as regular people and how we feel and, uh, and how we respond to it. And they're, they're letting us know that you can't come right out and call it a bail-in because that will cause a run in banks. They actually say that there will be a run on the banks. And and they're afraid of that. So they need to sell us something in a way that when we say, okay, this is fine, that we don't know what it really is. And it's just right. so shady. Right. And and this is something that was written into the Dodd-Frank Act after yeah, exactly. the, the, the Great Recession. Or so So really what this does is, we're no longer depositors. We used to be called depositors and bank documents, but we're not, we're a creditor. So um, we're depositing money that we worked for. That's our money. But if the bank gets in trouble and they have to file for bankruptcy, then we're lucky to get pennies on the dollar. And I just want to point out that like for, for as far back as I can remember, I want to at least say 35, 35, to 40 years, I would go to the bank and it says, um, your deposits are insured for up to $250 yeah. um, FDIC. Well 35, 40 years ago was as far back as I can remember maybe it's been longer. I, I don't know but um, yeah. back then 250 yeah. grand was a lot of money for each account. and I know they raised yeah. it to like 500,000 temporarily after 2008. but um,
0: well yeah there's a lot of questions if, if the FDIC even has that kind of money uh, because exactly. I saw recently many articles saying that they do not. So again, what would that be? And a whole bunch of printing of money, God forbid, that it ever came to that?
1: I think it would have to be because after all the bailouts following 2008, the the banks are tethered with the government since the government bailed them out. So there's the link of how that would probably be true. But I'm just troubled by the fact that they're still only insured supposedly for up to $250,000 per account because back 35 years ago, if you were a millionaire, that was a big deal. Now right. a a, mil- a billionaire now is like a millionaire back in the 1980s. So why is right. it only 250 dollars in account? If you had 10 million dollars in the bank, does that mean you would have to have like 40 different account numbers? I mean, that seems yeah. like it would be yeah. a little cumbersome. Cumbersome. So that's
0: where I the- think well, that's where I think gold and silver is is the most important thing. That's what I started to thinking about in the very beginning with Rob. I was like, and I called even his parents. I'm like you know, even if it all goes down, I don't think the FDIC has that kind of money. And even if they do, like for a lot of people out there, that's, you know, that's, Nothing. I mean, there's people way more, obviously, that have way more money than me, but like 250000 is what they put away for whatever. There's so much. It, it just seems like a, a house of cards over there, which, which it is a house of cards. And I say to everyone right now, the best thing you can do is just to call or reach out to Andrew and his team. They'll call you, have a conversation, find out what, what it is. It doesn't matter where you are on the scale of income or savings or whatever, just know your options. There's options for everyone in both gold and silver. It's a hedge against inflation. Inflation isn't going nowhere, it's just getting worse. And and the, the worst part is, and this is why I'm so pissed about the SNL thing, cause it's not a joke. And they're lying to their audience, telling them that it's a joke, that Donald Trump made up a word, a word that's really important because you know, Andrew, nobody ever went to jail for the too big to fail banks. Banks like ROBS and small banks that were actually helping entrepreneurs and artists and, and people. They got shut down or killed by uh, regulations. We have a whole thing coming out right now that is about um, our, our research and development being sucked in. About the Biden regime wants to take over all these patents and control entrepreneurship and and ingenuity. I mean, they are really trying to gut America from the inside and and you know drain our lifeblood that made America like this great industrious nation. And the last stand is the people's accounts because I learned about something last week that Eric Holder put in during the bank collapse, the original 2008 collapse, uh, which was a whole memo about, um, it was about uh, unintentional consequences of uh prosecuting the big banks and that was where too big to fail came from was it was like to embarrass the bank takes away the trust in the banking you know the world economic forum's up there saying that we got to regain trust well why is everyone just trusting the banking industry or wall street or anyone when they're all in it together so we got to be really smart and and honestly the best thing you can do we have the great form on the com. you just go there you fill out the form andrew has put together different teams. So it doesn't matter if we're talking about a few thousand dollars, we're talking about a hundred thousand dollars, 401k, whatever it is, put in the notes. Also, the MelCasia does not share your data like the government or any of the social media places. So your data is safe with us. Your phone number, your email, you put them in there. Just have a conversation. These are some of the nicest people. Andrew and his wife and me and Rob are friends in real life. Uh, They really care about us and they care about you and they've been so helpful. Um, The last thing that I really want to get into before we go away is what's done overseas, because um, the people of America, especially if they watch me, I'm sure they don't watch CNN and MSNBC or any of that garbage. But what I have to say is we are not. Even close to winning anything in Ukraine, okay? NATO and all their nations are going to be escalating it. Russia has never said they're going into other nations. This could have been avoided, not just by not by saying they wouldn't expand NATO, they wouldn't wouldn't put weapons on their borders, all of that, but they lied on the Minsk agreement. Uh, This has been going on in Ukraine since Newland and McCain and everyone went in there in 2014. It's been a long game, but. Uh, Russia is not losing. In fact, Russia has gained significantly from all of this. And what just happened this past week is the Biden regime has threatened um, along with some of the NATO nations to seize another $300 billion in uh, Russian assets uh, all over the world. And uh, this is why the rest of the world is turning on America. They don't trust us anymore to uh, be a, a honest partner. This Obiden regime has uh, betrayed many, many nations with the Afghan pullout, with what's going on in Ukraine, uh, with the pipeline, and now with what's going on in Iran we, the people of the United States have to be very proactive and really also decentralize our money as much as possible, which is why Andrew's situation where you can buy gold from him, you can store it at the depository, you can send sell it back to him at the same depository. It's an interesting alternative to decentralize your money uh, into a safe haven. So Andrew, just on the um, on the what's going on militarily around the world, what we're also talking about is a possible. Um, they they do not have the troops. First of all, uh, second of all, the military industrial complex uh, is uh, you know making money hand over fist, but it's not being reinvested in this nation. It's going overseas. And uh, how does what's going on in the Middle East affect uh, our our money, our money supply? And I think it also gold and silver is being even more dependent upon by the BRICS nations and the nations. Of the Middle East involved in this.
1: Well, number one, we're going to be printing more money here to be able to help the the countries that are allies right. overseas for sure. And um, you touched on something really great. Like I, I was fortunate enough yesterday to be on a show with um, Clay Clark and Peter Navarro and General oh, wow. Flynn. And um, Peter Navarro was talking about exactly what you just said when he was uh, when he was advisor to Donald Trump. He would advise um, Trump against um, many of these sanctions because if we flex right. our muscle right. too much with these sanctions, we're just going to force these other countries' hands and they're going to figure out another way to operate. And that's what that's what the Biden regime ha- has done. They've pushed so hard, these sanctions against, uh, against Russia and their allies. That's how we have BRICS. And that's how right. they've all... Right. Regrouped as as uh, as an alliance against us, and right now the BRICS nations um, control more of the world's currency than than our ally nations, and we we need to we need to fight back against that. So much we really do. Yeah. So, yeah, our
0: foreign uh, policy has been a disaster because the, the economic warfare is the biggest one because I believe a lot of the Great Reset, and we've talked about it many times, is because the IMF, the World Bank, the BIS, the globalist institutions, their model is failing. That's why they need all these trillions of dollars transferred into their climate emergency and into the World Health Organization, which I found that is a giant money laundering scam too that I, I'm having a show this week on the money involved in the World Health Organization and their stuff. So we have to understand the more they can get out of our personal hands the better and they will do that so gold and silver is Mm -hmm. such a good thing it helps me sleep at night and honestly whatever's going on our foreign policy is a disaster and it is it is not getting better and i see people pointing at china's uh, ever grand thing and all this other stuff Well, you got to worry about you and your family and peace of mind and all of that. Now we have, uh, I believe now we're at 32 states uh, putting in to have gold and silver as legal tender, uh, which is to me another sign that the state treasuries in the Constitutional Republic, where the states are responsible for themselves to a large extent are also nervous so if your state is one of those states take heed and and look at what what and why go look up if your state is putting in one of those bills and read exactly why because andrew why are the states doing that
1: well they want to lay out the groundwork so that once the dollar is unseated as the world's reserve currency or potentially blows up completely that uh, they're able to operate with with a new currency overnight and that's exactly what they're doing We should be doing that here in California.
0: Yeah, well, good luck with that. He's, he's, he, I think California and New York are owned by China. I'm not sure, but that's my my. <laughs> my and, of course, China's at the... People don't even know that last week at Davos, the Chinese delegation was the biggest, and the set number two to President Xi was treated like, uh, like the VIP of Davos. So the, nobody really puts together that they're kind of all in it together, and uh, we the people actually have the power and the money. Without our money, they can't do much. So get your money out of there. Decentralizing, taking control of your finances and your money, and you know what holding tight you don't if you don't need to buy it right now you don't need to buy it what you do need to do is sit on it and keep it secure so Andrew uh last last words on um uh what exactly people should do and again I want to thank you Andrew especially but everyone out there as well the mail case show is very hard to do it takes a lot of time a lot of effort um, it's just me and Rob alone, with some uh, great, uh, great production uh, couple out there that help us. My main uh, editor and a small team that does my website, and that's it. We are on our own, and if it wasn't for our good friend Andrew uh, at Beverly Hills Precious Metals, I don't think we could even survive uh, and pay our bills and do the show as well. And all of you out there that have donated directly to the show, I'm so grateful. Uh, but Andrew is is uh, the one guy who has believed in us the whole time. And I really does support Rob and I. So uh, please, if you are thinking of gold and silver at all, uh, use Andrew because he does help my show tremendously. Uh, So last words, Andrew, on where we are, what people should do right now when they're watching the show as we speak. And uh, also Mel K Gold is a way to get there, but the Show.com, go to the partners page. We have a whole uh, section we created for Andrew that that branches off to whoever you need. So put in the notes, but uh, Andrew, I'll let you take us out.
1: Yeah, definitely. Things will be okay. It's, we always say that. We talk about so many things that feel like doom and gloom, but it is sometimes get dark before they get considerably better and it will be okay. But protect what you have, especially if you're still in the stock market. It's okay to take a little bit of profit. Um, reach out to us uh, through the ways that Mel just told you and, uh, and we'll show you how to diversify with gold and silver. We don't high pressure you and we try to explain it to you the best we can and uh you you come back to us when you're comfortable enough to proceed and we'll help you with it
0: thank you so much andrew and you're a true patriot andrew and i will be at the last Maybe, I hope not, but the last, I miss it. I miss you when we go too long. I hate this three month break, but um, we will both be in Detroit at the last Reawaken America tour in June. It is going to be very different this time. We are not going out without a huge bang with a lot of new guests, great people. Uh, Andrew and I are always there. We always meet and greet with everyone. He brings some of his team to talk to you. So if you are interested, the Reawaken America tour will be in Detroit in June. Uh, between here and there i have a lot of events uh coming up so go to the events page i will be anywhere that i think i can help uh (laughs) inspire educate motivate uh and i will always bring andrews uh wisdom with me anywhere I go. Uh, Andrew Sorcini, thank you so much for being here. Uh, God bless you. God bless all the hard work you've done. You've really, you've stayed on pace as, as the controlled demolition of America has gone. <laughs> you've stayed on pace to try to keep the people from, uh, imploding with it. And you've been so helpful to me and my family and my audience. Uh, so thank you so much and thank you everyone for watching. Uh, please right now, Mel K Gold or the Show.com partners page, Beverly Hills Precious Metals, get one of them on the phone, ask as many questions as you want, no one knew less than me. So uh, there are no dumb questions, only dumb to uh, count on uh, what you're hearing on the mainstream media and uh, not protecting yourself, your fortune, your future uh, with Beverly Hills Precious Metals and The Mel K Show. Thank you so much for watching. Mm-hmm. We'll